Y'all, welcome back. We got an early morning edition of the mix table for you today. We're sitting down with Jazzy the rapper. Tyrone, hey. how are you feeling today? You feeling good? You up? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great now that I'm up. I'm finna go kick it with my dogs, no pups. But we in the kennel, so we bout to get big. No, I did my thing, came through, and I slid like a slide in the past. Gotta do the dash. Coming for the money, no, you know I need the cash. I need it fast, real quick in the bag. So let me go and get it good, no glad. Like a ziplock, I'm at the tip top. They know I rock this, and I'm on this the hip hop. No TikTok, kinda like a wristwatch, but they know they come by and then they get blocked. Like I'm on the court, eat them up, no plate. I gotta waste time, but no, I go and make. I made it up like I'm making the cake, and now I'm passing to my people who wants to partake. Shit. I guess I'll take it now. Yeah. I'm going in crazy. I'm going around the town. Uh -huh. I gotta go meet the people. Go and get inside the mm -hmm. church. Go inside, climbing up the steeple. Then I'm jumping off. I landed on the pavement. Yeah. Go and had to do it. You know I had to go and find the words I'm going through. Uh -huh. You know I had to go and spit a little off the top. Right. You know I'm going crazy, dripping too hard. I need a bucket and a mop. Uh -huh. I need to go and clean it up. Yeah. You know I'm going around town. You know I get the bucks. Uh -huh. yeah. You know I get the money. You know I got the honey. Uh -huh. You know I'm going crazy, bouncing Big Bugs Bunny. Okay. Mm, that's one, that's two. Now I pass it. Okay. Now I pass it. And now okay. I pass it. Uh, mm. I guess it's on me. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. 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 See? Listen, listen. Uh, about a quarter to four. So the uh, 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 Hey, okay, hold on. I got something better. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, okay, I like this old school beat, so I get old school. They say I'm old to eat and I'm an old soul. They say I go too deep, cause I'm an old soul. And now I'm getting on the video of the old soul. Uh, hey, 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 I love I don't it. Freestyle, I love like it. it, I love it, I love it, I love it. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? Hope you all are doing fine. You're looking good, you're looking great. Welcome to another episode of The Mixed Table. I am your host, Mr. Tyrone McClendon. Across from me is my co-host, my producer, my best friend, Mr. Young Seppi himself, Joseph Middledorf. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all the beautiful people out there. Thank you for tuning in. We got another good one for you today here on The Mixed Table. And in our middle, we have today our guest, the wonderful, the talented, the beautiful Miss Jazzy, the rapper. Hey, hey, hey. How y'all feeling? Doing good. Doing great. Excited. Got everything yes, up yes. in the morning. I'm excited to be here. The sun is up. And Girl. so are we. <laughs> right. So that's how it goes. Jazzy, thank you so much for coming by here today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. means a lot. Really means a lot. You know, I've been really, I can't even really, I think I want to say I was introduced to you through Miss, thank you guys, Miss uh, <laughs> um, Kaylin Bree. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then ever since then, I've just been really fascinated. You've been popping up. I've been seeing you work with friend of the show, Jelani Imani, mm -hmm. Rokai, another friend of the show. Mm -hmm. So you've just been, you've been very much in my uh, atmosphere, so to speak. For so sure. I, I had to come by, I had to have you come by. I wanted to, you know, know more about you, your story and how we got here today. Yeah. Um, but I've given you the introduction, but I want to let you, for the people at home, tell them who you are and what it is that you do. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Jazzy, aka Jazzy the Rapper. Um, I'm a rapper, songwriter. Um, I've been rapping since I was about 12 years old. Um, yeah, I started for really performing um back when i was like 17 18 when i first got to georgia state uh, i was part of this organization called panther entertainment group um and i just learned a lot through pg and my experiences at georgia state and i just got a lot of met a lot of great people that's where i met surf that's where i met um a lot of other artists like arsley and uh my i am and you might not know them, but they're dope as fuck. Um, Sound like it. Yeah, no, but I, I just learned a lot from that experience, and I'm uh, now I'm here where I am, and just through lots of, like, repetition, if that makes sense. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. So I'm interested. Tell me if you can remember your first, your first experience, like, when you made a connection with music, when you heard or saw something and was like, wow, I want to be like that. Can you remember that? Um... I always remember, like, my dad used to just play music, like, when he would work. He would play music loud as fuck. Um, 
in his office, but it'll always be in the basement. So I just remember always coming downstairs, and there was this one day that I remember hearing this, like, 50 Cent song. I don't even remember what the song was, but I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I just, like, I went home, and um, I ended up going to, like, school, and I started singing the song, and I got in trouble for singing the song. I think it was, was it 50 Cent? It was 50 Cent, but I definitely got in trouble for singing the song. They sent me home. And at that moment, though, you were like, oh, this is some, this is cool. No, right. I <laughs> love hip hop. Hip hop always has a special place in my heart, for real. So was that, was that your first early introduction to the, to the love of music? It was, it was hip hop? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hip hop was definitely like, I don't know, as listening like Biggie and Nicki Minaj and stuff like that, even though she's like, you know, doing the most uh, but listening to people like that it just gave me an appreciation for like wordplay and an appreciation for just like a vibe like I never felt like I wasn't vibing when I listened to hip-hop now you are originally from New York correct yes born in New York how long were you there for not long like two years but I visited a lot and but I've Technically a Georgia Peach for real. Okay, because we had earlier on this season we had uh, Michael Aristotle, mm. um, and he also has his roots in New York as well. Okay. And I was asking him, do you ever feel this thing of like, you know, do do you feel like you have this marriage of the two rap cultures? Because New York is very much lyrical, miracle. We're right. serious about this, but here in the South, it's more laid back, vibing right. type of thing. So, do you feel like? You've seen a marriage of those twos in your style? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I think I was just I was just having this conversation the other day for real. Um I feel like my style mixes the like b- the both very nicely uh, cuz sometimes my cadence can be very New York but then my overall flow might be very like southern or the song might be very southern or just the the voice or how I do inflections and shit like that. So it just depends on the music, the song cuz I think music is just a blend of our different experiences, and those are just my experiences. So you're tapping into an interesting conversation that me and Joe have had for a while. So I'm interested, what is exactly like your process when you go about making lyrics? Are you more of a, I need to have the beat on the entire time while I write, like I have to just have it on repeat, or is it like I need to stop, think, write it down? play it over again like or is it or do you write because i know some people write they essentially just write poetry uh-huh. and then will later be like okay let me see if i find a beat that this kind of fits for and right, you, right. you mold it together I, i'm more of a let the beat play type of girl um i feel like sometimes i'll have to like stop it and then come up with the concept based off the beat it just depends on how much I'm trying how like innovative I'm trying to get with it. If I'm trying to completely switch up what I normally do, then I might turn the beat off and actually think about what I'm doing. But if I'm just like trying to make some shit, I'll just let it I'll let the beat play and just do it. It just depends on what I'm trying to do. And do you find is your process different if you're writing around people or mm-hmm. by yourself? Cuz like I know Tyrone and I write very differently yeah. and even when we're writing on the same beat, we need to kind of go in separate places and then mm-hmm. come back. If you're either like in the studio with people, do you do you write? Do you come up off the top? Like how when you're you know when I'm no I get you when I'm with when I'm around people, um, it's different because I know I need I know I need to not hear what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. I I know I need to not hear it. So I sometimes I'll go to the like, I'll go to the side and I'll just like zone out. And, but I don't necessarily have to leave the room or like get away from them or anything like that. But if I really feel like I can't hit that pocket, I'll just leave the room and then come back and get it done then. Um, but for the most part, I'm cool with just letting the beat play, being in the corner, zoning out, and then just writing. Um, and then when I'm by myself, I'm a little bit more like animated about it. Like you know when you hit like when you hit a line and you know that shit hard and you start getting like hype. Like you just did some shit Like you just like Made the game winning layup Or some shit you like that like walk around the room And be like <laughs> No right I'd be like Yeah nigga <laughs> What is that What is that TikTok That's too easy That's too easy <laughs> No literally Basically just like that No I feel you on that whole Like I'm kind of like that too When I'm Not even just in writing But a lot of times When I'm forced to like Alright we need you to come up With this thing mm-hmm. I need to just be like 
tune out. That's not necessarily go away from everybody, but mm-hmm. just like I need to just focus on this one thing. And a lot of people can tell you a lot of times they'll see me in these situations and I'm like, don't talk to me. Like, I'm like, right. just, just, just leave me alone because I'm like, I'm trying to get the gears turning right now. Mm-hmm. So I find that. Interesting. So were you always like that? You said you started writing when you were 12. Yeah. Was it like that in the beginning? How was it? How was your first raps and all that stuff? How did you get into it? I mean, my first raps were like. Do you remember I, any? Do I remember any? I have them on my phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it, it's deep. It's, but um, my first, like, couple of raps, I just, I liked writing by myself. I didn't like people being around me when I made music. Um, I always, like, recorded by myself. Like, my dad had got me, like, a little microphone for my birthday, like this USB mic. And I would just sit in my room and record on this mic and then, like, edit on GarageBand and shit like that. Yeah. So, I just always enjoyed making music by myself and, like, enjoying my own vibe when I made music. So, it really didn't... I really didn't start, like, getting out of my comfort zone with it until I started going to the studio and, like, collaborating with other artists. Because then I started feeling self-conscious about it. I was like, wait, am I as good as I think I am? But... We got over that. Because <laughs> that's, I I am definitely in the camp. Like, right. I like to, I'll put the beat on and I'll go until I run out of things. And then I don't want to come back and, like, I want right. to start again at the beginning. Uh-huh. And I don't like writing around people because I'll be, like, I'll listen to the same, like, four-bar chunk. Right. 30 times in a row, 50 times in a row. Like, because... It, oh, it didn't quite flow just right. right. I want to run it back. And I found like producing is a lot more fun mm-hmm. with people in the room. Like, no, yeah, you, get, yeah, yeah. you go in and, and it's that's much more like a vibe than it's a vibe thing versus like, uh, oh, I want to be meticulous. Like, I want right. to, I want to, I always want to be too clever for my own good. I feel that. And, but. I found, and I guess it's just everything that once you start getting around people and they force you to change how you operate, right? You start growing and you start changing. Mm-hmm. All that to say, <laughs> all that preamble to say, like, um, when I don't know when when you're making your songs, like, what is what what's your priority? I guess, like, what what is the one thing that you want? Like, if somebody's listening to a Jazzy the Rapper song, like, oh, what's geez. the thing you're trying to convey? Um, hmm. when I'm making a song, again, it depends on the song. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want people to understand what I'm saying. Like, sometimes I know some things will like be so obscure they might go over people's heads or like they might be so like far removed from whatever like it was that I was trying to say Mm -hmm. like I might get it but they might not get it so like I try to make sure I don't do that too often so that people can understand me and then at the same time um I like people to feel me if that makes sense like if I'm gonna make a song like I want to be able to feel it and it just be put into the song so whether it's like some cocky shit i want to be as cocky as fucking possible but if it's some like oh i'm trying to get my life together shit like i want to be as realistic as possible because like that's what ends up being relatable at the end of the day so yeah so like approachable realism yeah approachable real yeah (laughs) i like that trademark (laughs) right so i want to ask you though but do you feel like is that the reaction you feel that you get from your music? And yeah. then if it's not, sometimes does it frustrate you or do you like ever feel like, mm, I need to tweak something because they're not getting the exact point I want to get? Nah, I mean, so I think that's what I get from my music. I think my music is groovy as shit, but it's also real. And it's also like you like uniquely mine. Mm-hmm. And like it doesn't when I when people hear my music, they hear Jazzy the rapper. They don't. They might say, "Oh, you might you have you favor this or you favor that," but it's never. Oh, you you sound like an identical copy of X, Y, and Z, and that's what that's the things I like to hear. So I feel like I'm going in the right direction. Because well, Tyrone can tell you this. I, you're the interview this season. I'm most excited about Aww, because tired. like you make groovy you make groovy fucking music <laughs> like it. Th- People used to be more groovy back right. in the day. There used to be this, I don't know, mm-hmm. things are just, people are angry right now. As fuck. <laughs> but, 
Oh my God. I When Tyrone said we were booking you, I was like, I went through, I listened to your whole discography. Hey. I was like, this is about to be a fun ass interview. I love that. That's so, fire. Please keep it up. Thank please you. Please keep it up. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Oh, of course. Of course. Now, in your story, uh, 12 years old, you're writing, still got the raps on you. How early are you showing people this? How, how soon are you rapping in front of people? Um, I didn't really start rapping in front of people till like sophomore year of high school. Like that was my very first performance. Um, maybe what, like what inspired ahead. that? Uh, so y'all want to hear the whole story? Like, yes. okay. So, um, a year before that I had started, uh, I was super into K-pop, super into K-pop, BTS, BAP, all that shit, fucking Big Bang. I don't know what's going on with all that, but I was into it. Um, me and my friends at the time were trying to figure out how we were going to get to Korea. Mind you, we're all like 15, 16 years old. And we're like, how are we going to get to Korea? We got to get to like South Korea and just like, we're going to do this. It's fine. It's going to work. So we were like, let's make a girl group. So we made our like mosh posh girl group with hopes and dreams of maybe going to Korea one day. No, yeah, all delusional as fuck. I mean, hey, but, there's still time. Hey, and there's still time. But um, we came up with a girl group. The other two girls dropped out, and what I. Was, what was the name? It was. What was the name of this? Oh, fuck, what was the name? Oh, shit. I just remember what it was after. It wasn't. It was like Next. I think, yes, the group was called Next. Wow, that's so crazy. The group was called Next, and it was like four of us, and then the two girls dropped out, stopped being our friends and everything. Like, And it was just typical, me and my typical best Typical musical group stuff, you know? Right. And so, I, <laughs> so I found like this little festival. Uh, it was like family festival in Atlanta. And I was like, we have to do it. Like, we have to audition. We're going to get this shit. Like, don't even worry about it. And I was just hyping my best friend up. And she wasn't even super into music, but like I was super into music. So she was like, yeah, cool, let's do it. So we cut everybody out, called ourselves phase one, went to this family festival. And we performed like this remix of All About That Bass by Megan Trainer. Wow. And like, <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, it was like a remix of uh, Run This Town. Okay. Uh, with Rihanna and yep, everything. Yep. Oh, we, we thought we was eating. Like, it was great. Probably did, did, did eat, and I found the fucking YouTube video the other day. Not wow. not showing anybody. It's very private. What was the immediate reception? <laughs> um, my parents were excited as fuck. Of course, <laughs> like, of course, they loved it there. My parents were like, "Oh my god, yeah, like you're a star," you know. And then her her parents were just happy that we were doing something that wasn't watch TV in the house. So hey, gotta get them out, right? Hey, exactly. That's cr so. Wait, you were. I feel like you were kind of early into K-pop. It sounds like. No, yeah, like very early. Like I was listening to BTS when uh, Rap Monster still had an uh, Afro. Sure. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, you might not know that reference, but if you look up early BTS and now BTS, two completely different things. Okay. Hey. Yeah. You're a trendsetter. Well, they're in the army now too, right? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I find that interesting. That's funny. I think now for the full circle moment, you have to make like, you got to get a K-pop feature or be featured on a K-pop song now. That's the, that's the goal. That's the goal. Like, just yeah. wait. When yeah. I get my K-pop feature, I'm going to be up. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. I can see it now. No. Yeah, I'm seeing the video like bright colors. Bright colors. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do the dance and everything. Like, don't play with me. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you go through this whole charade. What, what what else does this teach you? This has to teach you a lot early on as far as like um, dealing with other people's personalities, working collaboratively, artistically with other people. Yeah, I mean, it really just taught me that like if I want to get something done, I'm going to have to do it. And if I want to succeed in something, even if other people aren't doing it, I'm going to have to do it. And like if that's what I want to do. So it just made me, it made me it solidified that I want to be a rapper because, like, before I was trying to sing and shit, and and then like I started writing, so like I really started getting into rap. But like that solidified me wanting to rap and actually pursuing that. And I'm grateful for the experience. Like, if we would have just sat there together and really tried to do the girl group thing, it wouldn't have worked. It, hey. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You hindsight, never know. hindsight, exactly, exactly. 
And I'm I'm kind of interested, like, because uh, I see I see it like a lot of the rap girlies right now are right. really into like Meg had the whole anime thing. Yeah, She's yeah. huge in Japan. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just I want that for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's, a, it's an untapped lane right now. I feel oh. like the K-pop, hip-hop marriage is very... Because it's sitting right there. It's Listen, it's been sitting right there for years. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, Megan tapped into it. I just want to, like, dibble-dabble. Like, I want to get in there. I feel it. So what was the what was the next level of elevation after this? You got the bug from doing all this, but now you're like, I love it. Um, After that, it was really just, like, doing it in high school, uh... Even then, like, I wasn't super out about, like, being a rapper. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm writing. And my friends knew I wrote. And I would always do, like, the little competitions, like, online competitions and stuff. And, uh, like, my big, I guess you could say, like, elevation in high school with music was I did this uh, this song. And I was, like, highlighting my basketball team because we were, like, going to state. So, I was, like, I wrote and just, like, pretty much added them. I was like, yeah, we're going to gonna make it to state we're gonna make it to regions da, 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 da. and like they start started playing the songs at the games and i was like shit okay yeah that's a pretty big big move for a high schooler playing yeah. a song at the at the games no yeah i thought that was cool i thought that was cool as fuck that was also i feel like do you remember the period in time where like all, i don't know if this happened where you were going to high school but all the high schools were like doing like those diss songs and everything yeah it was literally it was literally during that time okay yeah <laughs> right? i was about to say yeah because yeah. it sounds like the time everybody was like i gotta put on for the school facts, man like facts. i gotta put it on my back yeah it was just kind of like i was embarrassed for everybody else so i had to do something <laughs> <laughs> had to help everybody right out. right so it sounds like you didn't really come out of your shell though is as far as like telling people this is what you do until you got to college right yeah what what made that a little differently as far as the high school environment um i just decided that i wasn't gonna like i wasn't gonna bullshit it no more like i knew i wanted to be an artist and i knew just like the area i was in it just wasn't an area that i could be successful in because it's kind of saw like it's the saw, the saw, yeah. is what it's called. The, the, the saw. I've never heard that before, actually. Coined by Andriel. Oh wow! So, Last episode, yeah. the saw. Oh wow. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kennesaw, and I just wasn't finna. I wasn't finna do anything there. So like, I knew I was gonna be in Atlanta. I knew I was gonna be in a place where I could get a lot of opportunity, and I knew I wanted to network with people. Um, I know I wanted to network with other artists and other like-minded people, and that's why I ended up at Georgia State, at Panther Entertainment Group, um, just learning things. So talk about that Panther Entertainment Group. We get notifications over here. It's oh, popular. You, you can turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, so this Panther Entertainment Group. Now, yeah. I also I may have stopped through some time at Georgia State. So yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with the group a little bit, but I wasn't mm-hmm. 100% sure what exactly is they did. Right. I mean, at the time, uh, it acted more like a, I guess you could say like a record label on campus. It was more so to be kind of like a train, like training artists in order to be like better performers, like the best performers on campus. Uh, now it's uh, NSEG is trying to coin everything. But um, yeah, it was like, it, we really just kind of went through a lot of, um, a lot of performing, performance training, a lot of like, okay, how do we put together a project? How do we go from beginning to end on putting out a single, that, that being rollout, that being um, being on like the DSPs and stuff like that. So um, it was educational, but also we did a lot of performances on Georgia State's campus. Like I, I remember a year where like everybody knew who Jazz the Rapper was on Georgia State's campus just because of me being in PEG. Just because of me like doing all those performances on the on the campus, so it was like it was a cool experience, and I hope other people get a chance to experience it as well. Now, when you performed in college, mm-hmm. was so this was your first time performing your music since the high school? Yeah. So was there like a fear? Were you nervous at your first show? Um, no. Like my first show, uh, I was nervous. Like my first rehearsal, like I was scared as fuck. I was like. I don't <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what was gonna happen but like I ended up just be doing me and like being cool with a lot of the people there and at that year it was like still when A3C was like a big deal um 
there was like they had already picked their lineup for A3C and I was just at every rehearsal doing everything and um uh, the one of the guys had like stopped showing up for rehearsals and he was on the lineup and I was like oh so y'all gonna put me on the show or nah and so they were like they were trying to decide whether or not they were gonna put me on the show and it wasn't until like the week before the show that I found out that I was gonna be on the A3C stage and it was like a big deal for me because like at the time A3C was a big deal and all the different stages and stuff so I ended up being on the stage with like it was like early before Kenny Mason even popped. So it was like Kenny Mason, Surf, um, guy named T Mason. Um, who else was there? Ichapo had performed. It was a cool fucking performance. Like, and it was me. <laughs> My very first, like, legitimate performance at the time. So first time performing my actual original music so i was the harrowing moment i will say do you have any type of like routine or like as you're getting ready to like kind of get in this headspace to go out and perform do you have any little rituals you do or um i like i isolate like fuck like right before the performance maybe like 20 30 minutes before like i, w- I would like to get complete silence complete just self uh right before i perform uh, just because it gets me in the headspace of like going all out and just not thinking about it. As you get out there, sometimes you overthink it, and I just have to not overthink it when I'm there. So, Cause, yeah, for me, I've I don't have stage fright, mm-hmm. but that hour before you go on, I'm right. I'm a wreck. Because <laughs> like I just I I don't want to do anything wrong. I'm trying to just like I I like kind of being alone a little right. bit, and I'm like okay. What kind of substances do I want to be ingesting before we get on? Right, like, right, right, right. I'm trying to drink a bunch of water, but then I'm also now I'm running back to the bathroom, and I still haven't really quite found what works for me yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still like, because I performed a lot as a little kid. Yeah. No, no stick. Because I didn't know what was going on. I was right. like, I'm here to do my thing and whatever. I'm twirling. <laughs> now I'm in, now I'm in my head, and I've still yet to like really come around. I'm like, it's gonna be okay. You know what you're doing. Like, right. It, and then as soon as you're up there. It's all gone. No, now, for sure. Because that's it's the it's the unknowing that is the worst part. Mm-hmm. Once you're in it, now you're in it. Right, and it's exciting. Like I think that like little bit of time before the show is the most exciting because like I don't get scared. I like it's more of an adrenaline thing for me. Like because I know when I get on stage, it's gonna it's gonna be a good time. Like whether people want to have fun or not, <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. It's the waiting that's the worst part. Right, right. More, I'm like, okay, let's go, let's get it, let's get it. Like, I want to play the music now. <laughs> so, we've been kind of circling around it this whole like relationship between the art, the art, and like your emotions mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, I wanted to ask you, do you have a support system? Like, what happens when you know, sometimes not even just with the music, but like mm-hmm. with the music coupled with everything going on in life, who do you turn to, or what do you turn to to try to you know, balance yourself, bring yourself back down to, to base level? Um, well, I think like I have a, I have a great support system from like my family in some aspects. Like my, sometimes my parents aren't as supportive with the music as they have been, but that's just because of like, you know, other shit, like music is expensive and money goes and doesn't necessarily come back all the time. But I like, I support, rely on my family a lot for just like, grounding me in myself as like just myself not jazzy the rapper not anything else but like jasmine you know and sometimes even now like even at this stage you could get caught up in everything like get caught up in the social media get caught up in like wanting to get to the next thing and then you really forget that like oh i am an actual person that needs to do actual like regular real life things and not just music or not just like content all the time uh so I kind of had to step away and take a breath and like my friends and family have been like the biggest support system within that that's good to have it's good Mm -hmm. to have like you say it does get easy to get swept up in the whole uh, process of it all I guess so to speak A, a thing we used to bring up all the time was like you know social media you know mm-hmm. there's there's the algorithm that you have to deal with but then at the same time you want like you want to make stuff that you want to make mm-hmm. but at the same time you want to make stuff that you know it's going to get to the people right so sometimes you find yourself like am i making stuff for the algorithm or am right. i making stuff 
for me. Right. You know, so I think that's it's very uh, pertinent to have that be able to step back and be like, all right, I need time to just be a person, not a piece of content. Facts. Facts. And when things start going bad, you end up in a rut like it's really nice. Mm -hmm. I remember like. The first song I ever made, I sent to Tyrone. Mm -hmm. I was living in Louisiana at the time. And he was like, damn, you're kind of (laughs) lit. And that's the only reason, like, the show is happening right now. It's like one little comment. But, like, having friends that you can, that are just, they're like, nah, dude, it's cool. Like, No, facts. Facts. mm -hmm. I like like to have, um, like, a good combination of friends who are, like, who will tell me I'm fine, but who will also tell me when I'm fucking up. Because, like, if you don't have friends who can tell you you fucking up, like, are they really your friends for real? Because, like, sometimes I be fucking up. Like, I, I sometimes it's not, it's shit not hidden. But I don't want everybody telling me, oh, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's fire. Like, you don't you don't have to make any changes. I need somebody to tell me, like, okay, like, that was cool. But let's tweak it. And that's, I don't know, it, I feel getting older that people are getting better about it. But cause yeah. there, was, there was that, the like, the type of person that prided themselves on being, like, brutally honest. Right. Haters. Yeah, I, yeah Like, yeah. the... That honesty doesn't have to be mean. Right. Like, you can come and address somebody, be like, hey, either you're just, you're acting like, I want to talk to you about this. I don't know. This was just kind of weird. Right, right, right. Or I just think you can be doing better, but it doesn't have to be like, you're a fucking loser. Like, you're right, never going to be right. anything. And and it's finding that balance mm-hmm. in between, like, I don't know. That's I, I like my friends to be able to talk to me, but I don't like it when they, like, berate you yeah it's yeah. like talk to me don't talk at me no for sure and like but i think that comes with the like mutual respect mm-hmm. like at the end of the day like you learn how to speak to your friends like i've been friends with some of my best friends for like 10 years plus like and we have we've had our fights but they've never gotten to the point where they've been disrespectful mm-hmm. they might get to the point where like oh i feel like you're not fucking with me right now and i want to know why and when we have those conversations it's like okay cool that was our argument and now we can move on because at the end of the day you're stuck with me like you're my you're my best friend like, yeah but some people you just need to drop yeah everybody can't go yeah. and i think that's a, a hard pill to swallow a lot of times um sometimes even within yourself sometimes sometimes yeah. you can look at the you you are the friend sometimes who needs to be like i need to remove myself from this situation right or the I don't want to say multiple personalities, but there's like part of you that you yourself have to check that right. it's like you can't you're making the all of us in here look bad. Like exactly. you need to you need to chill. You need to calm down a little bit or you need to work a little bit harder or you need to whatever it is. There's just I don't know. The more I kind of dive into myself, it's mm-hmm. it's overwhelming at times how many different layers and how this layer affects this layer yeah. and this. And mm-hmm. you try to tweak something mm-hmm. over here and it messes something up over on this side. Right. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Life is just a crazy balancing act. No, facts. And, like, people try to make it seem like it's easy. This shit is not easy. Like, you... Sometimes I feel like I'm getting a hold of one thing and then I turn around and I'm like, okay, this thing is crumbling. But I realized that sometimes you needed to go through like that crumble in order to establish an actual foundation because like you can't move forward without an actual foundation. The, the way I like to think about it, like in the past, I was very much like trying to hold things, mm-hmm. just either times in my life, people mm-hmm. in my life, whatever. Right. And internally, I've switched from like holding on to just like open hand and see what lands, see what sits here. Right. And it's here until it's gone and something else will come along. But but doing that, like now I've got this hand instead of like holding on to something, mm-hmm. I have this hand open to do shit with. Right. Like, exactly. And and it's helped at least a little bit in just the swirling of the ether of the universe. Like, <laughs> I and, felt that. Yeah, just today yeah jazzy yes. what what where where do you draw your inspiration from when you're writing or what, what what causes you to get the bug to make music nowadays um like the I, I i like to write honestly like sometimes more so i am trying to motivate myself internally to be like okay you just need to make music like just make music because all my inspiration comes from my life experiences and it comes from like when i meet people when i go places when I experience things like and sometimes it's just sometimes I don't make any music but I'd still write and I still 
evaluate my surroundings and I think that's where the majority of my music comes from it comes from like an evaluation because I love a good people watching moment I'm a, I'm a king of people watching right uh but no I like that that you say like you know I may still write but I'm not necessarily making the music right because that's kind of what it is for me like you know people see the freestyle and all that, but for me it's more like I just do it because it's a way to get out some emotions and feelings. Maybe something I can't find the words to say. I can put them down here and maybe it'll make a little, even if it only makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you just have a lot where you just write and you're just like, well, this is this is where I live and die. just right here on the no, paper. No, yeah. Hell yeah. Literally on the paper. Like sometimes I'll just be like, okay, I might not want to make a song today, but maybe I should write a general entry. Like, let me just tell, tell the book how I'm feeling today. And like, oh, tell like what I what I experienced today. Like, what what meeting did I have with somebody, or uh, how did that make me feel? And then I'll just leave it at that. And then sometimes I'll come back to it and be like, hmm, that was hard. I find too, it helps. Like, um, you're working through something, right? And you you write it down, you make it a, you make it a song, you make it sound kind of cool, and it lets me hear things i don't want to i'm like i'll i'll have a tough message or something i want to say to myself that i really don't want to hear mm-hmm. i'm like okay well like let me make it sound cool and then i'll at least listen and and i've i've found that yeah i don't know art is just i keep i'm overwhelmed by it sometimes yeah. like it, you'll be in a funk and then just you're like let me just get some shit out like yeah. I, I can't go get in a fight i can't go like i don't want to go yell at somebody but like i need to go yell at the corner in my room like let me get ah like no facts <laughs> i like i feel you on that like that's really how puff and air ended up happening um i was like going through shit like my car had just got towed on some shit and i was so upset <laughs> i was just crying i called my mom just crying like I can't do this everything is falling apart everything is that I can't and then I just like sat down and she like talked me through it we got the situation handled but I just kind of sat there and was like all right (laughs) let's get let's keep going I guess I got robbed oh, like shit. two years ago God damn. and was like, I was pretty mad about yeah. the situation. And so I was like, I was making phone calls to some friends like, Hey, I, like this just happened. I'm angry. Like, let's, right. and I ended up going in, I wrote a song about it and it, it was, that was the right call. Right. <laughs> that was the right call. I was going to go get my ass beat on top of getting robbed. I was and- <laughs> <laughs> you said, you let me write this song and chill the fuck out yeah 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 (laughs) i want to ask you jazzy now you know how important to your style as a whole to your aesthetic is is fashion because you you're killing honestly let me just say this our women guests are killing our male guests (laughs) as far as like coming prepared to be on camera no that's real you're three guests in a row now we've had now they're like Oh no! Nah, like I'm, I'm ready to. We're filming something, right? Right, right. So, y'all niggas need to get yourselves together. That's one. You are two. Talk to me though. How, where did you get your fashion sense from? And then how, 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 how important is it to you to your style and your overall brand? Um, I guess I got my fashion sense from my dad. Like he's more of a like as annoying as he can get sometimes. He's like he's very much a, like you got to be put together like type of guy so i didn't necessarily get the stuff that i wear from him but like he would be the type to be like oh i don't you're you got holes in your pants okay so now we're going shopping so you can find some actual clothes and so i might be like damn why you roasting me like that but i'd be like shit we in the mall i bet so it just made me more aware of my clothes so now like being on camera and stuff like my looks elevate just as i as i go on so i just become more aware of it but i don't know i just like looking good hey there's nothing wrong with that you look good you feel good that's no, what they for say so self-care gotcha i got you so uh one of the one of the last couple things i wanted to ask you is one well one more thing about the past i wanted mm-hmm. to ask you growing up who would who who did you look up to as your hero? That's something me and Joe have been talking about. Who's somebody that you can remember looking up to as a child being like emotionally invested in them winning? And that, you know, in turn made you who you were. Like artist-wise? No, just like in life. Fictional or not. 
fictional oh, wow come on fictional yeah it could be like wonder woman or whatever if that's what you're answering i'm screaming <laughs> um hmm, i guys should actually think about this oh, no it's good it's a good question so. no no it's a very good question <laughs> it's a very good question he threw me for a loop for it when he asked me the other day no, i was yeah. like I, like because i don't know like there were so many people hmm I'll say for me to get while everybody's thinking. Right, no, for me, think? I was one of those kids who grew up watching wrestling. So I was very emotionally invested in a lot of wrestling a lot of times. So I was one of the John at one point John Cena was a superhero to me. Like I was like, "Oh, he's the, ba, 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 ba. Exactly. Like he has to win. If he doesn't win, then we're all screwed." Like Screaming. that's that's how I I felt at the time. Um trying to think somebody else that I felt like that way at the time. Uh Probably somebody on American Idol. I was very emotionally invested at that at, at a small age. Uh, and then, uh, hmm. Those are the first. Those those are the only two I can think of off the top of my head. John Cena and some some American Idol contestant, probably. I'll go. I'll let you think. Okay, do some yeah, more thinking. No, do your thing. I was, I was a big sports kid. I didn't really like, I didn't, I wouldn't like superheroes or, mm-hmm. or fighting, but like, I could always get behind like the good guys. Like right, I was right. cheer- I had Chipper Jones and Andrew Jones on the Braves were like those were the guys. Mm. And then uh just heartbreak after heartbreak. Oh, <laughs> man. All those years. But like I don't know, I think that kind of kept me coming back. They kept losing mm-hmm. tragically. Mm. You know, like Yeah. Yeah. Next year, next year, I'm next year. It gives you something to hope against mm-hmm. and hope for <laughs> and um yeah i just i there was no character individuals really that did much for me but mm-hmm. i liked i don't know i liked the idea of like teams and shit oh, like, yeah i love a team love yeah a team. and i think what we were saying like dude just through discovering like who some of our first or earliest memories of a childhood hero like how that informs kind of who we are now and how we look at the world because i yeah. was saying like looking at wrestling I see these guys as characters and things like that. So now, today, I sort of look at issues and things that happen in that same field of view. I'm like, okay, well, there's a good side. There's a bad side. Mm-hmm. There's going to be all the hoopla. And then we're finally going to have a resolution. So so on and so forth. And that's kind of just how I view things. That's how right. they play out. And he was saying, like... I'm, I'm more into, like, protagonists more than heroes. Mm. Like, I like the main character of whatever the media is but i don't really like when they have to fight against a villain right. or something i like I it's, it's either more circumstance mm-hmm. or just it's about the quest it's about the trek right like, i like having my guy i cheer for but i don't really like cheering against things i don't i don't mm. i don't like the villain i i feel you on that okay i think okay so this is like first memory that i can think of y'all know dream girls yes so like effie which character I, was that? She was like Jen, the character Jennifer Hudson okay, okay, played. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was like I rewatched that movie so many fucking times. I, mm. I like just cha- felt like I should channel Effie and everything that I do, mm. even though she was like unhinged at points in time. I just felt like she was just she was that girl, <laughs> and like, and like in my head she was just that girl. And I was like, they played her the whole movie, and I, and I just like I don't know, and in my mind like that just stuck with me because I just felt like. She was like she still got hers at the end of the day, like, mm. and I think that's that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Like even if niggas play me or if I feel played or I feel like I'm not getting what I think I deserve at that moment in time, like it's gonna come back around and I'm gonna get mine. Mm. We doing this one for Effie? No, right? Shout out Effie. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um. So lastly, Jazzy, I just want you to. Well, actually, we'll save this for the for after the last part. So we're gonna we're gonna book in things. So we came okay. in. With the freestyles, okay. That's how we're gonna end it here. Today. All right, we're okay. gonna end it with the freestyle. But today we're, we're gonna make it a little more fun here at the end. Okay. So, based on the conversations that we've had here today, mm-hmm. I want you to pick out three words, topics, themes, or whatever that you feel like is is an example, is a summary of this conversations we've had here today. Um. Youth. Youth. Characters. Characters. 
there's no wrong answer. K-pop. Ooh, okay. okay. K-pop characters and, and the youth. youth. Okay. It's gonna get exciting. Uh, <laughs> thematic. We can, no, right. There's something there. Now give us like a type beat or or an instrumental in general um, that you would want. There's some little yachty shit, maybe. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. So we got the youth. We got characters, and we have k-pop so yeah we're just gonna do a little you know little a little something little something something and say i'm just mumble my way through if i, I don't mean, make anything else hey, as long as it sounds hook. good you know and it will is it, it <laughs> sounds like a nice mumble <laughs> that's a-okay with me okay uh we got we got some up here let's see let's this see one's three with. and a half minutes long i think that'll okay smooth okay let's it's a lot darker than I thought it would be. Yeah, I'm, I want something a little more like fun. Yeah. Um, or even like, um, who has good like fun? Even Smino, I could do Smino, but I think we did Smino earlier. We did some calm earlier. I've got like an Earth Gang type beat. Earth Gang is cool. Okay. I think the conversation's been going good. What do you What do you think, Future? <laughs> <laughs> Sensation. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. I was wondering when you were going to use that. Uh, you know, it, it, there, there's times and place for everything. I used to kind of use a drop, but I just told you that's who I think I am. But you know, he's a little, you know. Okay, let's see how this is sounding. Youth characters, K-pop. Okay. okay. Youth characters, K-pop. Mm. Youth characters, K-pop. Mm-hmm. Youth characters k-pop uh okay i'm here in the booth talk to the kids like i'm speaking to the youth yeah my youth tell me why guan i'm about oh, to come God. in here and drop bombs um i just stare at you because you're looking like a weird character oh. 140 put it in a tweet finna lay it down like i'm under the sheet now i'm sleep now i'm back coming in and i gotta go attack um that's just a thought. Had to think of the other words K-pop. Ah! <laughs> uh, hey, but that's, that's just how it goes. Uh, and we gonna keep up the flow. So somebody just tell them how it goes. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll hop in. Uh-huh. Going, I'm going crazy. Had to go in. Uh-huh. Here we go. Had to go get some words and I'm gonna find it by the end of the verse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here we go. We're here with the characters. Okay. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm gonna bring uh, it back. Here look, we go. No, you got look, it. Here look. we go. Had to go do it for the fucking kids. Yep. For the youth. I'm the truth in the booth. It is, mm, mm. Had to bring it back. Think I'll go and get it. Mm. Mm. Had to go on. Okay. Here we here, 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 here. Yeah. yeah. Had to go do it for Effie. Effie yeah. and Groovy. DJ Jazzy Jeffy. Yeah. Jeffy. Had to go and do the shit for the kids. Mm. kids. Had to go and pop it like I'm with the lids. Yeah. Oh, there it was. Okay. Okay. Hey. Uh, oh, so okay. Okay. Uh, kids, characters, K pop. Okay. Okay. Kids, characters, K pop. Youth. Uh, Youth. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Not kids. <laughs> I don't even know how it ended up there. Okay. Characters, K-pop, youth, characters, K-pop. Hey, Jit, I'm talking to my youth now. What you know how to mm, get my shoes down? Shoes. Where you know where I go, where I lose them? Ooh. Uh, then I'm swerving through the loo and mm. mm, run a sovereign out the loo and mm. uh, now you know I'm gonna shoot and mm. uh, who you choosing uh, now and later? I like my candies now and later. Mm. I'm wearing candy alligators. Yeah. These niggas don't even say that. They like my character, my character. That's why I'm getting to the paper. Mm. Okay, what's the other word? K-pop. Okay. Mm. Mm. Oh shit. Mm. Uh. Oh shit. Okay. Um. K-pop. Look, I go to Korea when I pop. Mm. Listen to K-pop. Yeah. Get K-pop. Yeah. But you know, stop. Mm. Listen, don't stop. Mm. Singing, don't play. Mm-hmm. And you know, mate. Hey. This jazz. Hey. 
How much time we got? Uh, 45 seconds. That's 45, 45, that's a lot But I'ma go and take off like it's K-pop But ask around, I be the best I ain't gotta look back, no BTS So Woo! what's next? No need to just gotta work it out like I just go flex No bow flex, but I'm about to stretch Hold on, I'm just next Uh, like a new group Me I'm and screaming. my people, we about to make a troop Woo! 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 I love it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Fun, amazing. fun, 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 fun. All right. Well, there you have it. Awesome. We've done it. We've made it right here Gotta to the love end. It. You made it. Had a good time, great time. Jazzy, once again, I want to thank you so much for coming by oh, here. Thank you for having really, me. Really, really excited. You were one of the, as you heard, we were really excited to have oh, you on here today. Fire. So glad you could finally make it. Uh, I guess the last thing for you now is let the people know what you got coming up in the upcoming future, where um, they can find you, your work, all those good things. If they want to talk to you, right, all that good stuff. Well, yeah, um, I got some stuff coming out, some coming out on the way. Uh, hopefully next year, uh, checking it out. Hopefully a new song. Never know. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying working, trying to move to the next level like we said earlier uh but y'all can follow me on instagram at jazzy the rapper j-a-z-z-y-t-h-a rapper um got all my music there all my like links to my stuff is there um youtube got videos on there as well so definitely check me out um now i'm just excited for this next year and then this year off strong um i got a show well this won't come out in time probably yeah, yeah but anyways <laughs> there was a show there was a show you should have gone <laughs> no right don't miss it anyways um, but yeah, thank you guys for having me. I've had a great, great time. I always love like these types of conversations with people. So I really appreciate it. Love it. Love it. Joe, you know what time it is. In the description of this video, you're going to find a playlist with every single beat that was used in this episode. Most of them only had like 500 plays. Like go run up some numbers for these people. Go check out their beat stars. Go check out the people in the related videos. Go send them to your friends. You got friends that do music. Go spend money on it. You got friends that do art. Go spend money on it. You post it. Do something. Support the community. Right. Love your friends. Love each other. Tyrone, take us home. All right. And that is going to do it for this episode here. Once again, I want to thank Joe for doing what he does on the ones and twos. And I want to thank Jazzy for coming here and having a good time and good conversations with us. And of course, I want to thank all of you for listening, watching, or however you could be here today. We're just glad you could join us. So tune in next time where we're going to have somebody sitting in Jazzy's seat and we're going to be mixing it up. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>